Before Superbad, before Krypton exploded, but after Krypton airs on the Sci-Fi Channel, it's our podcast, After Krypton. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is the podcast for Blood Moon, the penultimate episode of season two of Krypton. Oh boy, Hopefully it's last. all coming down to this. The moon uh, is hungry for blood, and yeah. what blood is it going to drink? One of our friends. I'll tell you what, this blood moon title, not a not actually a metaphor. Like, literally, there is a <laughs> bloody moon in this episode. So, yeah. great title, guys. Great title. Bl- bloody moon. Yes. What now, a, moon. a little bit of uh, ground rules for this podcast, if this is your first time listening to it. Pete... Uh, hates the show. And yeah. just no, let's, not, let's not pigeonhole him. Maybe that's oh, okay. what we're, we're giving him a bad example. Oh, okay. You're right. You're we're right. three people and we have three uh, opinions about the show. Some of them are similar. Some of them are positive. Some of them are negative. But they're just, we're all having fun. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. just all having a good time. We're all having fun watching a really crappy show that, you know, it's oh, just Jesus. so great. You're the worst. All right, let's get into recap because lots of stuff you need to know going into this episode. So first of all, let's explain the concept of planets and moons. Now, (laughs) moons are... No, I'm not going to do that. Okay, so there's this dude named Seg. He is Superman's grandpa. He traveled through time. He went to the Phantom Zone. Lots of stuff going on with him. Not a lot of that is important this episode. What you do need to know, however, is that his son who is a time traveler, General Zod, who you probably know well for the movies and comic books, has mm. taken over Krypton and has put together a plan to take over basically the rest of the universe. But a big part of that plan is he has managed to make Doomsday his slave. And that is yeah. the same Doomsday who killed Superman in the comic books. Uh, but using the Black Mercy Flower, which is a creation of Alan Moore, uh, he has put Doomsday completely under his control. Now, Doomsday, as part of this plan, also cloned his own mother, Lightazod, and then kill, watched as the clone was killed, but it turned out the, light, the actual light design was still alive and under the Black Mercy, which is what they were using to test, which was what they were using to control Doomsday. Last episode, Seg and a bunch of other characters managed to free Light Azad, so she's still recovering from all of that, as well as the knowledge that she was being controlled and used herself by her own son. Some of the other rebels you need to know about that are part of that group, Nissa Vex, who yeah, is, Nissa for life. <laughs> who is also somewhat romantically involved in Seg. Seg is in love with Lyda, but well, Seg, Seg is in love with Lyda, right? Uh, they, Lyda's in love with feelings. Seg, and Lyda's in love with Seg. Nissa definitely is crushing pretty hard on Seg. Yep. They have a cloned baby together, but it's unclear exactly what Seg's feelings are towards Nissa. I think that's but, um, I think we know there's some feelings. Also, there, I it's should, real. You should point out though that it's a casual baby between them. It's not like a uh, real yeah, baby. True. Yeah, a casual baby is a baby who goes sup. <laughs> Just uh, like, you know, I, real I, I take offense to that, P, because I was born a casual baby. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I forgot. So how dare you? And I've grown into, I've grown into a casual man. <laughs> mm. 
So a couple of other rebels you need to know about. There's Jaina Zod, who is Lyta Zod's mother, which makes her General Zod's grandmother. There's also, oh my God, a Dev, I Dev. guess. Dev, who is another character. Uh, I guess the important thing to know about him, this episode was uh, once upon a time, he was promised, he was uh, engaged, essentially, as far as you can be engaged on Krypton, to uh, light Azad. And then he's been on adventures. Yes, and then he's been on adventures, but we're not going to get into those because none of those are important. Meanwhile, there is a moon called Wegthor. Wegthor is the home of the rebels, uh, led by Val-El, who is Seg-El's grandfather, which makes him Superman's great-great-grandfather. Oh, man. Uh, and also, we know everybody. He also used to be a hologram. Right. That's not important this episode, so we're really not going to spend too much time on that because that drives me insane when we start talking about that. Uh, if he was a hologram, those rocks that fall on him would have just gone right oh, through. Oh, it would have been so yeah, much but easier. But the rocks didn't fall on him. The rocks, uh, you're jumping ahead a little bit, but the rocks actually fell on Adam Strange, another time traveler from our time who initially traveled back in time to try and uh, save Krypton, save Superman, et cetera, et cetera. He and work made... on his tight five minutes of stand-up. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. Uh, Topical references. He has joined up with the Rebels as well as Kem, who is Seg's old bartender friend. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably everybody you need to know this episode, right? That's about right. I think that's good. Uh, I think that's great. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Who? I'll I'll just throw it out there. Who would like to walk us through this episode? Justin, you want to do it? Wow. (laughs) Anybody. Anybody, anybody, anybody. if you're listening and you want to walk us through this, please do. Please call in right now. That would be crazy if someone did call. (laughs) Hey there. Uh, Hey, I'm just jumping in. I mean, if you want, I can can run through it if you wanted. I can definitely. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. We like to start off uh, from a normal place before we get into your uh, crackpot opinions. Crackpot? Uh, How dare you, sir? We start off with uh, some clone chat. We get to see Lyda and her clone. Looking at Lyda. Sort of cool. Is it? Yeah, Uh, I guess so. I I don't want to start on a negative note myself, but we talked about this the last episode. It feels like they're filling in information that we already know a lot this season. And this was another example of that, where it was like... I guess they needed a weird, dreamy scene to remind you what happened in the previous episode, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how necessary I, it was. It's personally. almost like they think that people who watch the show can't actually be watching the show. So it's like for the people who are watching the show in the background while they're doing something else with their lives. So they keep repeating it, so you can just look up from and be like, "Oh, that's right, yeah." Yeah, a lot of times I'm, I put on a show and immediately disengage with it. Yeah. In the very first second of the action, I'm like, sorry, busy, emails. Smart. That's why uh, I watch every show 15 times. The first time is my email pass. The second time is my uh, playing Candy Crush on my phone pass. Nice. The third time is I'm drinking water for 45 solid minutes and I just... That's a lot of water, man. Do you want me to go through the rest of the passes, or are you guys good? Alex, I think you're overhydrated. Yeah. I'm basically nothing but pee at this point. (laughs) You're drowning. Uh, so we get a little clone chat. Then we um, Zod makes his announcement that there's time to go for the Kryptonians to go into space and just murder people. Yeah, he's talking to his troops. A real touching moment there. So wait, before we jump ahead or anything, Pete, I think there was a moment that you liked on this show. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Oh, Jesus. You just... You, you don't? You were just a second ago. Yeah. Talking intimated to us, to us. That there was something that you liked. No, Justin's doing the recap, right? So... It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Come so on. I, come I, I want to jump come back on. and, t- and I want to jump back before we Pete. go too far and talk about. There's a nice moment between um, Lyda and Seg talking about how she was um, kidnapped and abducted. Uh, oh, Pete, wow. did you like that? Do you you thought that was a nice moment? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, did actually, also- if, as far as the acting moments on this show goes, that was this show has a lot of, uh, especially this episode has a lot of like really nice, touching, amazing moments. And then moments where you're just like, this is ridiculous and I hate this show. You just said huh. there are nice, touching, amazing moments on this episode, Pete. Yeah, there are. Whoa. Wow. Pete's really in love with person. Blood Moon. Do <laughs> I still hate this episode? Yes, I do. Interesting. But it sounds like no. you don't. Well, you know, they say you can't hate something until you, unless you love it also. <laughs> this is you truly hate something. Do you know what I'm starting to get the sense of? I think this is like a romantic comedy between Pete and Krypton. Yes. Where he's like, oh, I hate you. And then they get trapped in an elevator together. And suddenly you know, space they elevator? have sex in an elevator. <laughs> yeah, they fuck in the elevator. elevator. Oh, they why do you it. always make things creepy, Salvin? Yeah. Uh, he did it first. Meeting yeah, Justin. Well, meeting me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Pete and Krypton and Space Wolverine all hey, fucking hey. in the elevator. <laughs> Don't bring up Lobo because he's not what even What did you just call him? What did you just call him? I almost him? said it, but I didn't. I almost said it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, let's get back to the plot because there was... I, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot that happened in this episode. There was yeah. a lot of talking between the characters. It was all characters. over the place. It's interesting to me that you liked the character relationship things, the best beat, because I feel like the best parts of this episode were the action. I wasn't exactly tooting out during the character dialogue stuff, but it felt like it was reiterating a lot of things that had happened previously versus the action scenes with Doomsday, I thought were fun. The- yeah, I mean, I agree. Well, I, I got to say, I do like the love triangle moments mm-hmm. that happened in the beginning of the episode as well. Like, Nissa walks in when Lyda and Seg are kissing, yeah. and they have a little moment where Nissa's like, I love you. I do hope that we get to see that pay off pretty soon. With, like, Nissa and Lyda kissing? Yeah, that's what I mean by pay off. Nissa's <laughs> uh, fight sequence was bananas. Uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, so cool. Well, I think, do you guys... Should we give a just broad overview of what happens in the episode? Just sort of like five minute it. Uh, sure. We can talk you want to five some... minute it? No oh, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just five minutes. This is a technical, a technical term. Five minute uh, it. So there's some splitting up between everybody. Um, Nissa is going to lead the rebels in their fight um, on the on the surface of the moon. Um, we got Mamazad and Dev. They're doing some parenting to Lyda, which sets up a little Dev and Lyda Wait, moment since can, they were can betrothed. Can I just bring up, wasn't it weird to see, like, actual uh, parents on the show who are the, they're like right age. I was like, wait, you can't be her mom. You're the older person. Isn't it switched on this show? Anybody then nobody thought that was weird? <laughs> no, it is weird. <laughs> Sorry. Just the way that you delivered that, it sounded like you were doing a tight five about Krypton. <laughs> it was. You're like the Seinfeld of the TV show Krypton. You're like the Adam Strange of Krypton. Don't you nice. dare. Yeah. Um 
we uh, Zod drops Doomsday onto the planet, and nobody knows quite what to do. So they just he's drinking Kool Aid though, space Kool Aid, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, actually, I do want to pause on this moment for a second uh, because there is this whole like Rebels versus Doomsday moment. They know he's this unstoppable weapon, but they do the whole like fire everything at him. There's smoke over him, so you can't see him they anyway. Cloud, and like, they celebrate too early. They're like, we did it. Which, yeah. you can't see him. Don't celebrate that early, yeah. dudes. Also, Don't do that. Well, you can't see him because he's dust. This is, where, oh, okay. this is where the show goes off the rails. Because the monster then starts running at them, and instead of manning their cannons and being behind the barricade, they decide to take their single shooters and jump over the barricade and run at a giant monster who they couldn't destroy earlier. What well, the even fuck before that, is that? Yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. That I agree. So even, even before that, Val's like, "Okay, retreat, guys," and the one dude's like, "No, let's run at him." Yeah, let's just <laughs> like run Why at him. Following that dude. Yeah, that, that uh, doesn't even have a name. Did you know? I didn't notice this in previous episodes, so maybe this is some redesign they did, or maybe I just it didn't occur to me before because they spent so much time on Tuesday this episode. Did you feel like he looked exactly like General Zod but larger? Huh. No. Like he has the bald head and the way that they put the, the spikes on his face, it looks like a big old bushy beard yeah. that he has going on. It's pretty you weird. Think, you think Zod used some of the Black Mercy to um, comb his spike beard so it looks like him? I think so. You have to use a spike comb. Like there's a specific, specific comb you have to get to do that. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard to find those kind of combs. Yeah. That's also one of Superman's weaknesses. Also, another, speaking of Superman's weaknesses, though, something that occurred to me also this episode, uh, Adam Strange gives this whole thing where he's like, yo, that's Doomsday. That is an unstoppable monster. Do you know who's stopped Doomsday? Superman, and that's it. Uh, and why has Adam Strange not mentioned to anybody at any point Hey guys, if we got some yellow sun in here, you guys would all get superpowers. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I feel like maybe he's is he trying to protect the timeline? Yeah, uh, he's done a poor job of that. Yeah, he does a I lot of like specific references matter. to this timeline that would really just He's already ruined Sea Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, that's like true. They we know did. About he, it. He, yeah. The, he we, also just is like Run like you stole something, which is a very specific reference that none of them would get, which really undercuts what he's trying to say. Wait, what well, is he a like, reference to? Like, yeah, what's that a reference to? Well, like you know, if you, I don't, I don't know if they stealing something is this like it's a saying now here. So how oh, the okay. fuck could it be a saying over there? Well, they I still probably if like they steal a, something, they run. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's all about he's as a he's a professional stand up comedian, so he knows you have to like figure out the room, like see what's playing. Yeah. Okay, you guys don't get Sea Biscuit. That's fine, that's fine. I'll uh I'll try some uh Joseph Gordon Levitt movie jokes. Well, this is like five hundred days of summer in here. That's good. And then the Kryptonians are like, Oh, that's the one movie we got from Earth. Well, we love that movie. Yeah. It's good. I love the dance sequence. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little overdone, but who am I? I'm just a doomsday. <laughs> um, what do you think? He's going to just have a bunch of yellow sunlight? Like a bottle I, of sunny, I don't know. sunny D? Like, they could build... This is something they've done in the comic books before. Like, they just expose them to yellow sunlight hardcore, and suddenly 
they have powers. I mean, I guess maybe the excuse is they're under a red sun anyway, so that would automatically counteract it. But there could be things like, yeah, they build the Sagittarius suit. They build it full of uh, yellow sun rays or something. I don't know. I'm not a writer on this show. <laughs> Alex, you're spoiled because you have the yellow sun all the time. Mm-hmm. I do. But I love if it. we if we were like, hey, Alex, why don't you get some red sun rays? I think you'd have a hard time putting them together. You wouldn't be able to like put on a special suit. I mean, that's fair. I'm also not a sci-fi dude who lives on a sci-fi planet. Mm, uh, Aren't point. you? Aren't you, though? I mean, that's Alex, another may, fair point. Maybe to, Everybody's maybe making to, very fair points. Maybe to people on a worse planet, you are a sci-fi guy. Yeah. And they're like, wow, look at all that fancy microphone equipment he has. <laughs> I could never <laughs> dream of having that. <laughs> oh, man, the, the planet that dreamt of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my least favorite uh, Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> Not much Nothing happens. happens. Yeah, it's a bad twist. Uh, uh, it turns out that they had Blue Apron the entire time, and they didn't yeah. need advertisings for it. Uh, and they uh, also just loved using stamps. So <laughs> Doomsday kills everybody, and then they're like, all right, well, now let's retreat, and let's blow up the whole facility. Uh, naturally, though, they're a little late to do it, uh, and Seg gets knocked out. He drops the detonator. It he was... Very convenient the way none of the main characters died when Doomsday attacked and they just got hid carefully under debris. Well, that's why they're main characters. Oh, okay. Because they don't die. Well, a couple things before we get there. I love we have a nice reunion between Seg, Adam, and Kem. Oh, the hug it out. Everyone's favorite characters, Kem. Um, And they talk about great stories and what a great life they've had together. Right. Which is the point that you know Kem is going to die. What? 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 Nope. No, they're just talking about their lives. Oh, they're together. just friends. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to say. He also is, got uh, a uh, weird dick joke in there when they were doing the group hug, which was kind of odd. Yeah, Adam Strange. I uh, know that's what I thought. It was the bartender, which you know, uh, Kim. Yeah, yeah. He was having, this was his episode to shine because he's a good friend of theirs. <laughs> uh, and w- how about when Dev and Lita were having a flirt, and then Dev made a classic mistake. He brought up the ex-clone. Oh, yeah. Oh, Can't man. do that. Never bring up. If you're dating the clone of mm-hmm. a person that you already dated, yeah. never bring up the clone. You never bring up the clone. Yeah. I did that on a date once. Oh. And now I'm married yeah. to that lady. Wait, the clone? Yeah, the clone. Oh, okay. You've been cloning the same woman for your whole life, right? Yeah. I keep accidentally pushing her in front of cars. It's pretty oh. fucked up. <laughs> oh, well, nice callback. you like... Back Thanks. to the clone. Uh, there was so, a nice uh, bro moment, though, between what was Seg and Strange, where they did like a fist bump. We're like, heroes don't take days off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I've been sort of off and on with the friendship between them because they're so casual in the middle of absolutely everything that's going on. And I almost wish the show would pick a tone between. I'm a very serious Game of Thrones X show set uh, in the Superman mythology versus, yo, we're just two dudes in space having a good time yeah. fighting people. Uh, and it doesn't, it, it shifts between that from scene to scene. So it's a little jarring sometimes. Yeah. But 
I do think if there's one thing I'd say about this season, the friendship between Adam Strange and Seg has grown on me. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I think it's just so dumb. Like, it's enjoyably dumb how stupid they are in the middle of everything that's going on. It's fine. It's it's refreshing. It's like a nice little oasis in the middle of everything. It, it drives oh, wow. me how casual this show is with urgency. Like, they will stop and have moments no matter what is happening. Yeah. It's like life, man. Wow. Yeah, you got to uh, take a second and smell the flowers no matter what's about to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go back to what Alex was saying for a moment where he was just talking about how, like, things get real intense and go crazy. And it's like they try to do this big doomsday reveal, like, look at this badass dude who's wearing yoga pants. Like, what the f- like Doomsday? Yeah, you didn't. He was just rocking yoga pants that were like. Pete, yoga f- is yoga is badass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You get pretty stretchy, dude. All right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. You know. Also, that's what Doomsday looks like, and also that's what the Hulk looks like, and every single enormous creature like that. So. Yeah, but I, I just know. would. I I would think you know you're in space. You're a rock man. Maybe a different type of. But I guess they go it, with what works. It was weird that they were Lululemon brand. Yeah. And they made such a big deal out of that. Yeah, yeah. And so if you waited until after the credits, there was a special offer, thirty nine ninety five. So, Pete, what I hear you're saying is you'd like Doomsday to take off his pads. Wow. Yeah. I took a turn. Let's see what happened to that Kryptonian wang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want just, to how, just how spiky is it? Though there were so many levels. I'm sure there was a level where they, he was just getting punched in the nuts. So Yeah, when it comes to Doomsday, I bet he takes Boner to a whole new level. You know oh what I'm man. talking about? Oh, Good. man, why? I, th- Alex, that's a great catchphrase. I just don't know how often you'll be able to use it. <laughs> if you're going to make that your catchphrase, just beware. It's going to be hard to find a time for you to say that. It's not like, did I do that? Because yeah. Urkel would make mistakes often. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for you to put a bone penis into your <laughs> as your repertoire, phrase, yeah, into your repertoire, it's just going to be a hard one to find a spot. Yeah, do you know what? I'll go into work tomorrow and I'll talk to my boss and I'm saying, "Hey, I'm having a hard time sticking my bone penis uh, places." Oh my god! Can what you, is going can on? Can you help me out? Wait, Alex, your boss's name is Mister Bonerman. <laughs> Whoa! Oh no! It's perfect. What? It's happening. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just got a promotion. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, uh, we're doing a great job of keeping this recap to five minutes, so yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's, uh, we are actually pretty close, because you asked for a tonal shift, and boy, did we get one, <laughs> when Adam Strange can't feel his legs. Yeah, for <laughs> just a little that bit. That dude's going to die. He's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a bunch of things happen in rapid succession. As you mentioned earlier, there's a very side thing. I feel like this was just kind of to get Nyssa and most of the rebels out of the base more than anything. Uh, but Nyssa goes out, has a big fight with the Sagittarii. Uh, she does a bunch of wicked slow-mo moves and kills people all over the place. Yeah. Very cool fight scene. Very good. I mean, really uh, well done. The end but, move with the spin move and the throat slitting, I just beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah very good. super fun. Uh, but meanwhile, inside of the base, uh, as we, as mentioned, there's a, a bunch of rocks fall down. Adam Strange is paralyzed, seemingly from the waist down, so that's pretty bad for him. Uh, and then even worse, Seg and Kem are together. They realize the detonator has been left back where Doomsday is. So Kem heads back. He knows this is death sentence. Wait, wait, uh, wait. We got to yes. talk about that because he said, I love you to Seg. And Seg said nothing back. That was cold as ice, man. He was crying. No. What are you talking about? Cold he as ice. Sad. You got your friend sacrificing himself. You can't say I love you back as he's walking to his certain death. Wow. Yeah. You think maybe he just wasn't ready to say I love you. You mm-hmm. tough shit, man. Your friend just said he's about to die. You got to step up. At least it wasn't as bad as that asshole Han Solo who was just like, I know. No, that was classic. That would have been pretty bad. That was classic. How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? She said, Princess Leia said, I love you. And he said, I know. That was absolutely perfect. Come on. How dare you, sir? Say, I love you. It doesn't cost you anything. Oh, my God. It's weird. You guys have the same point from opposite sides. I will say, Alex, you're wrong. It was cool (laughs) that Harrison Ford said, I know. And Pete, you're also wrong because Seg should have also said, I know in this situation. (laughs) And they could have had a force field kiss. Yeah. A little window love. Nothing, man. Yeah. No window love. Yeah. That was cold. Window yeah, love is the most beautiful kind of love. Yeah, I, yeah they do the little... I know exactly what you're talking about right now. Wait, are you talking about Star Trek now? Yes, we're we are touching on Star Trek here. Yes, all, when all Spock, star things are basically the same: Star Trek, Star Wars, Stargate. It's all the same. Exactly. Thing. What no, are you talking about? No one would include uh, two of those things without the third one. <laughs> those are all classified in the same category: Star Wars, Star Trek, and Stargate. <laughs> I was just hanging out with some gator friends when we were talking about uh, our next gator con. Yeah? Yeah. What's Stargate. your favorite episode? Um, I like the one where uh, <laughs> they go through the, the teleportation thing. <laughs> the round one? <laughs> yeah. 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 The round well, bit. That's pretty sweet. It is cool. Yeah. I like the one where they take the movie and then invent, invent a bunch of nonsense afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I will say no. This, we're not going to go down this path. Never no, mind. go ahead, go ahead, Alex. <laughs> okay, that, fine. I'll stand, say stand I've for watched Stargate. a bunch of Stargate. All right, I, it's fun. Uh, Stargate SGU is real good. It's a very That's, dark show. And SGU is Stargate University. It's where they go to college. Yeah. Yep. It's like, like Monsters University. So it's Monsters University. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to the show. So, so Kim goes off, and uh, I'm super curious. I honestly am to find out what Pete thought of this moment, because w- Kim goes up to Doomsday. Well, it doesn't well, go up to Doomsday. Before we get there, we, we get a first-person shooter for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, we go into video game mode. Here's why Wait. I think they did that. I think because they were like, Doomsday, oh, like Doom, let's make it look like Doom. No, come oh, on. Good. That's what I. That's immediately no. what I took away from that scene. Wow! How excited are you going to be when they release this first-person shooter game for uh, Xbox? I just with Cam featuring Cam, everyone's <laughs> favorite Cam versus Doomsday. Yeah, my chemical romance with I, Doomsday. I think it's something that they do in TV shows. Like Preacher had that POV shot where it felt like a video game. Video games are popular. You know, some asshole in the suit was like, "All right, we'll put some video game references in there." 
It uh, very specifically felt like Doom to me, though. Yeah. I think that's exactly what was going on. So we have that first-person shooter thing. Kem finds the detonator, but it's too late because Doomsday's right behind him the whole time. That Doomsday, was crazy because Doomsday's sneaky. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday picks him up, impales him, and then this is the moment I want to know about, Pete, because this is maybe the most ludicrous thing that Krypton has done in its entire run. <laughs> Kem is searching for something inside of his body. He can't find it, and then he finds it, and he pulls it out, and it's his middle finger, and yeah. he gives the middle finger to Doomsday. How did you feel about that? It was that, glorious Pete? because then Doomsday rips his fucking head off. It was really just, you know, it's like times where you were like, hey, maybe this show is insane in a good way, and maybe it's so bad it has good moments. I don't know. that. I was so happy with that scene. I, I just questioned. It was just Here's like, the thing, Pete, but did, did you know that on the planet Krypton, the middle finger stands for hope? <laughs> I hope not, man. I just couldn't believe does. that Doomsday stood there and just kind of waited. He was like, "What are you doing? What are yeah. What are you looking well, for?" Oh, sure, I'll wait. Yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you I'll give everybody a minute to find <laughs> something in their pocket. Yeah. <laughs> he should have kept he going like, with that too. He should have been like, "Oh, there's something behind my ear. What's behind my ear? Oh, there we go. Oh, it's my middle finger." Yeah, the show you. just stops in the middle of moments that are just insane to yeah. me. Hey, like, could you help just... me out? Could you uh, could you crank this up for me? <laughs> could you crank <laughs> you this turn up? this up? Yeah, Doomsday's like, yeah, all right, here we go. Oh, I'll fuck you again. What? Uh, it's just uh, of the culture clash between Krypton and and, uh, and Earth. I'm glad that Superman was able to learn about the middle finger from his <laughs> ancient relatives <laughs> as he rocketed toward the planet as a baby. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Kem is dead. Kem is dead for good. His head is on the floor. There is tons of gore. Unless he was a clone. Sure. That is the out they have. I don't think they're going to clone Kem, to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe uh, he'll come back and it'll be older Kem. Or it'll be yeah, a hologram he could be, Ken. He could be a hologram. I was going to say, it's perfect. Yeah. And, and he just he, does it. He just middle fingers everybody all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's just walking around. Fuck you. And meanwhile, Seg finds a spaceship. It's not quite working, working so he Fonds. bags it like the Fonz. The Fonz punch. And gets it started. Uh, did you like this too, Pete? No, but the continuity of the Fonz punch is definitely happening. Yeah. That is true. It's part of the show. Yeah. Yes. Pete, I think you love this episode. No, no. it was. You look very happy right now. It, there was moments of greatness, but it was also so infuriating. Just before the big explosion, the two characters just kind of look at each other, pause instead of running for their lives. Hey, let's just talk by the monitor that's not working while you yell into nothing, and we'll just kind of talk instead of running. Oh, are you talking about so... The end of the episode is they do manage, Kem does manage to set off the explosive device, but it sets off a chain reaction that destroys the entire moon of Wegthor. And as it's literally being ripped apart and we see it being torn apart in front of them, Val is waiting for Seg, hoping that Seg is going to come back. But they once again think he's dead uh, and they do manage to escape. So the rebels are all in this enormous ship hanging outside in space. Seg has managed to take a skimmer and escape as well, though nobody knows he's alive. Uh, and that's where we're left heading into the final episode. So 
Any other bits that you guys want to talk about here? Any other notes from the episode? Did it remind you of anything else when Seg jumped in a tiny ship and escaped from a exploding piece of space? Are you talking about the Death Star? No, or I'm not. Armageddon? <laughs> yep, that's the reference I was making. Was it? No, it's uh, like uh, Superman. Oh. Oh, weird. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It actually did look like Armageddon to me, though. You know, when the asteroid blows up and yeah. they're trying to get out of there on the space shuttle? Yeah. After Bruce Willis has died? That's another uh, movie with an equally strong fan base as Star Wars and Star Trek, apparently. <laughs> I watch that movie every single time it's on TV. I mean, I will say, I love the movie Armageddon, but it's not really, the lessons aren't really applicable here. Sure. So if we were to follow that metaphor, then if Seg is paralleling Superman, and I do think that's a fair thing you're picking up on there, uh, is he being reborn at this point? Is he headed somewhere else on that ship like Superman was, not to Krypton? Or what are we going to see happen with Seg based on that moment? There's a lot of dangling plot to deal with here. Um, One thing is Brainiac has the baby. So I feel like he could end up there. Maybe he will get a little dose of Yellow Sun and get to like be super and punch out Brainiac. That would be cool. Right. And then there is Brainiac, of course, who is out there somewhere with the baby. There's Zod, who's taken over Krypton. Uh, Space Wolverine's around somewhere as well. I don't know if we're going to see the space elevator come back, but that would be pretty exciting if that got cloned. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Lots of stuff going into the final episode. Pete, are you... Are you going to hang out for the last one, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch this ship go down. What a completist. Oh, man. That's great. Before we go, as we do every episode, we're going to do some Superman trivia. Whose Uh, turn is it this time? I have one. Who do you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Justin, hit us. Trivia. Um, Now, we're going to dig deep into the mythos of this show and the source material underneath for this one. Um, Doomsday killed um, Cam, a fan Mm -hmm. favorite character. But Doomsday is also known for killing another fan favorite character. Who is that character? Oof. Was it Do- Doomsday? Okay. Was it um was it Kem? No, that, that's I understand why you guessed that. That's the one that Okay. See, he is killed right here. Yeah, in this episode, Kem died. Yeah. Doomsday Kem killed died. him. Hey, uh yeah. what was the uh Care Bear with the just the star on his uh on the chest? Uh, that's a great question. Is that an unrelated question, or are you? Is that a guess? That, that's who I think uh, Doomsday also was famously killed. Uh, that is is accurate, but I said a fan favorite character. Could I? Could I do one more guess? Yes. Okay. Was it Kem? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. It was Superman. Who oh, is? Uh, no, the show true. is loosely based on his. All right, Superman. Are now, there? Let me, are there comics that I could read with Superman in them? Yeah, I think he spins out of um, action chem X. <laughs> oh, <and>, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of chem comics that maybe Superman will pop into. Yeah. 
Uh, cool. If you want to support this podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and maybe we'll chat with you about Krypton, but don't tell Pete. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. And also at After Krypton on Twitter for Krypton-specific content. You can check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. Subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice. And we'll see you after Krypton. Rest in peace, Kem. We knew you briefly, and that's about it. (laughs) 